Many people have asked me how I can do so many things and seemingly do them all well. Today, I want to let you in on my secret for pursuing my dreams while also serving my family well. It is possible to juggle both, but it requires intentionality and discipline. That sounds hard, but it's not as difficult as you might think. Hey, I'm Crystal Wagner, host of the Purposeful Impact podcast, and in this episode, I'm going to be sharing three principles that I follow that allow me to balance pursuing my dreams and caring for my family. They're both important. So let's start by talking about the elephant in the room. When others ask me how I do it all, I tell them, I don't. They don't see what I don't do. I want to be completely transparent and honest in this episode. There is a lot that I don't do. Depending on the season that I'm in, if I have deadlines or some important project that I'm working on, we may have really simple meals, something that takes 15 minutes to make, or we might just have cereal for the night. I like having healthy meals and a variety of different types of meals. And I enjoy cooking, but there are times when I have to decide which one is going to take more precedence, preparing a healthy uh, new meal, something maybe I haven't prepared before or getting the project done. It's okay for me to make choices and still have something healthy, but something really simple. I know you're thinking cereal's not healthy, but we don't have many nights that it is just cereal, but I give myself permission that there are times that needs to happen. I also have to sometimes choose to let something in my business slide. Uh, If I have a commitment with somebody else, I will always honor that, but I may need to scale back the amount of availability that I have. I may need to recognize that a project, a course, something that I want to be working on and get out is going to take a little longer because other things in our life are taking more precedence. Sometimes our house is a mess. We try to keep it picked up. We clean it. We do not live in disorganization, but there are times that the clutter builds up. I'm sure you've had that happen too. You come home and you don't put everything away or you have uh, deliveries made and you don't get everything out of the box. There are times when I have to recognize, you know what, the kitchen's not going to get clean today. I have too much else that I need to do. So there are seasons where that happens and I have to accept that I'm not living the way that I want in all aspects of my life at the highest level, I have to have that balance. Uh, I also schedule as few deadlines as possible. We are still in a season that I need to be available to my family to help my children. And so I try to not schedule many deadlines. If I have a deadline coming up, whether it's a speaking engagement or a project that I have committed to completing, I will look at the other aspects of my life so that I don't have deadlines in those areas. I only want to have that one stressor at a time if possible, which leads into the next thing is that 
I don't always get to do what I want to do that's fun. Sometimes I have to say no to fun activities with my family or friends. I love watching a movie with my daughters or playing a game with them. I love getting to hang out with friends, but there are times when I have to say, I'm sorry, I have a deadline that I am working up against. And there are sometimes that I outsource cooking and cleaning. I have had a season where I purchased uh, freezer meals that somebody else made. All I had to do was put them in the crock pot. And while I don't prefer that because I enjoy cooking, it was during a season when I needed that one meal a week to help out and reduce a little bit of the stress of what am I going to make and when am I going to make it? Uh, there are times when we have had people come clean our house and have done that for years at a time because I was choosing to spend my time investing in my family and investing in my dreams. So there's a lot that I don't do. I don't make craft projects with my girls. That is not my forte. Uh, I do not go to the park every day when they were younger. That's just, we went and we had a lot of fun, but it wasn't every day. Like we didn't take these, all of these field trips. We got out and we did things, but it all was in a balance. So when you look at people and you think, how are they doing all of that? They're probably not. So how did I make these decisions of what I would and would not do so that I could pursue my dreams and I could take care of my family? Well, there are three principles that I keep in mind. The first is that I have to adjust my mindset. I can do both, but I cannot do everything without going crazy and feeling overwhelmed. I have to accept that I will not be able to do some of the things that I want to do. I have had to mentally think through, I cannot attend every event. My children cannot be involved in as much as they want to do. I can't run them around everywhere because if I did that, I would have no time to pursue my dreams. So I recognize this is a choice. As a, as a part of changing my mindset, I have had to accept I am choosing how I spend my time. Instead of thinking about, I have to do this or I have to do that, I turn that around into, I choose to do this. I choose to do that. And when I think about it that way, sometimes I stop and think, wait, why am I choosing to do this? I don't want to do this. Or by choosing to do this, I can't do that other thing I really want to do. And I recognize I don't have to do either one of those. Now, granted, there are, are serious repercussions for me not caring well for my family, and I don't like that one. But there's also repercussions of not pursuing my dreams. I don't have to pursue my dreams, but I would not feel fulfilled if I didn't. I have recognized, and I talked about this in a recent episode, about there was a time when pursuing my dream of public speaking had to be put on hold. It did not fit into our current season of life. So I am choosing at any given time 
how I'm investing my time, my energy, and my talents. And sometimes that is more to my family, and sometimes it's more to my business. But there's always this tug, and I have to accept it's a choice. The second priority is that I know my priorities. Uh, Pursuing my dreams is really important to me. It allows me to show up better for my family. I am more fulfilled and more energized through my business endeavors. That is how God made me. Now, you may not be pursuing a business. It might be a volunteer activity or a hobby that you really enjoy. But as I pursue my dreams, it helps me to be a better person and it helps me to, like that analogy, put on my oxygen mask first so that I can care for my family. I've identified my priorities through a couple of ways. One was through trial and error, just living life and realizing, oh wait, this is really important to me. But also through conversations, some with my husband and my family. While taking my coaching classes, I actually asked my daughters what was important to them. I knew what was important to me through the work that I had done with uh, core values and with my strengths and knowing myself and just years of knowing what gives me energy. An exercise that was super helpful to me was to just sit down and write out what gives me energy and what drains my energy. And some of what gives me energy, well, actually a lot of what gives me energy takes time away from my family. There are a few of the things that I can fit in to my day and it's just a natural rhythm, like journaling in the morning, having that time to think and go deep. That is really energizing to me and that I can fit into my schedule easily. But there's a few other things like taking classes and um, coaching and teaching and the business, the, recording the podcast, different business endeavors that I do, that takes time away from my family. So when I ask my daughters what was important to them, particularly about me taking coaching classes and opening up uh, availability to take on coaching clients, I was then able to arrange my schedule around that. For example, my daughter, oldest daughter was a senior and she was doing a a dual enrollment class. So she left about 1130 every day. And what she wanted was for me to sit down and have lunch with her before she left. I actually ate with my younger daughter a little later, but I sat down and uh, either had a little snack or something to drink with my oldest while she was eating her lunch. So 11 to 1130 was my time that I committed to her. When I know what's important to them, And I know what's important to me. I can find a way to balance the two and and make sure that I'm focusing my priorities where they should be focused. The other way that I know my priorities is by looking, using the rocks in a jar analogy. I explain this in a lot more detail in episode 91, which is how to use the rocks in a jar analogy to fit more into your day. I'm sure you've seen this analogy before, but basically if you put a bunch of sand and things that don't really matter into your jar first, and then you put some pebbles and then you put the big rocks, the big rocks stick out. There's not room for everything. 
But if you start with the big rocks and you put those in the bottom and then you fill in all of the other little things and then put in the, the sand, the things that tend to waste your time, you can actually fit everything into the jar. So by knowing my core values and knowing what's important to me, I'm able to build my schedule around that. And if, go back and listen to episode 91 if you've not listened to that one. It can help you identify your core values. You can download the core values worksheet to work through that process. And then if you want to go a little further, you can listen to episode 92, which is similarities between time management and juggling. And I talk about how I juggle these different balls and some are glass and they shatter and some are plexiglass and they might ding if I drop them. And then there are rubber balls that they just bounce. So when I think about which of these balls I'm willing to drop and which ones I want to keep in the air, that helps me to figure out how to structure my day so that I can pursue a little bit of my dreams and take care of my family well. Now, the third principle is that I have to set boundaries. Once I've adjusted my mindset and I've identified my priorities, some things have to happen. There are three types of boundaries that I have to keep in mind. One is a boundary on my commitment. I have to consider the impact on my time, both during an event or during a project and beyond that, such as the preparation time beforehand or recovery afterwards before I say yes. Whether this is a speaking engagement uh, related to my business or this is teaching a Sunday school class, leading a small group, um, helping out helping my daughters with something, before I say yes, I have to stop and consider, do I have the margin and the energy to do this? Sometimes I do this by gut feel and just, is this the right choice in this season or not? But I also do it by looking at my schedule. I talk a lot more about this in episodes 93 and 96, about having realistic expectations and how to... uh, create that schedule that allows you to fit in what you want to fit in. But if I can't put it on paper and fit it all in, I definitely cannot live it out and fit it all in. So actually having that ideal schedule is really helpful for me. I don't follow the schedule exactly every day, but it gives me a guideline to know in theory, this should fit in because there've been times I've looked at it and said, you know what? I want to do this new thing. Like right now I am preparing to go back to school and I had to look at my schedule. When am I going to have a study time? Now I may not actually study at the times that I have scheduled, but I at least know that I have factored that in and that I had to cut some other things out. I have to keep in mind the overall picture. These are the big rocks so they need to be on my schedule. The other type of commitment is to my family. Sometimes I have to ask my daughters to help me if they want me to do something with them. Sometimes I tell them that they need to fend for themselves. Hey, you guys need to take care of dinner tonight. Or they come in and ask me about a problem and I tell them I am on a tight deadline. You either need to figure it out yourself or go ask your dad for help. There have also been times when my husband wanted to go 
run an errand or go for a walk. And I had to tell him, I'm sorry, this, um, I'm trying to finish this up and I really need to get it done. So it's hard to tell your family no, but there are times when I have to do that. What I try to do is limit the amount of time that I have to tell my family no so that when I do need to tell them, hey, I have this, I have to finish and I can't do what you want to do. It's not a big hurt to them. They're able to accept it because they know that I usually do invest in them. And finally, I've had to set boundaries with myself. (laughs) I have to have set times that I am allowed to goof off and how much I can do that, whether it's watching a video or just reading for fun or even just planning too much. I have to have times that I say, okay, it's okay for me to do this. Um, Part of my morning time includes what I call my intellection time. Intellection is one of my uh, top Clifton strengths. And it is that time for me to just think. Sometimes I'll journal. Sometimes I'll just sit and think. Sometimes I might watch some YouTube videos that I've gone on this rabbit trail of research about, or I might research uh, something on the internet. But it's time for me to think and process in the way that I want to. And so I've allowed myself to do it during that time, but I have to have a set time limit because otherwise I would do it for a lot longer than I should. For myself, I have to have boundaries around not following the next shiny object. I have to uh, spend some of my intellection time deciding what is my next project? Where do I want to spend my time and energy? What's important to me? And then make a plan for doing that. And I have an episode coming up soon about what I do instead of setting goals. And I'll go into that in some more detail. And finally, I cannot do and learn everything. Another one of my top strengths is this idea of collecting ideas and collecting things. And I love learning. I have so many books that I haven't read and I want to read them because I want to learn and I love doing that. But I've had to learn how to say no to some aspects because I really want to pursue others. And I've also had to give myself permission to follow my whims a little bit because when I can do that, I am more energized and I don't feel like it's an obligation. So those are just the things that the boundaries that I have as I'm trying to follow that principle. It's still not perfect. I still have days that I don't juggle my responsibilities well. I mess up and have to ask my family for forgiveness. But by implementing these three principles, I can pursue my dreams and I can care for my family. And because they see me trying to care for them and setting boundaries so that I can invest in my relationship with them, they're also willing to help out when needed. It's a joint effort. So where are you in this process? Have you identified your dreams? If not, you might want to go back and work through the mission statement series. That will help you identify your vision and your mission and be able to figure out what's important to you. Or are you struggling with feeling guilty about wanting to pursue your dreams? Maybe you need to identify what mindsets that you need to adjust. 
or maybe you know your dreams, but you're having trouble juggling your responsibilities and pursuing them, pursuing your dreams. You might want to identify your priorities and set some boundaries. I know that this process can sometimes feel daunting. I know I get stuck in my head and need to process out loud. I've also found that it's helpful to have a coach ask me questions and help me consider different aspects I'd not thought about. I invite you to find a friend that you can talk through this with. Find someone that can help you through the process. And if you'd like, I would love to partner with you as you work through any of these steps. You can schedule a discovery call to learn more about coaching and what that might look like. I'm cheering you on as you pursue your dreams and impact the world. Thanks for joining me on the Purposeful Impact Podcast. I pray that today's episode blessed you and that you found encouragement and practical tips. If so, would you share this episode with someone else so that they can be blessed too? I'd also appreciate it if you would take 30 seconds and leave a rating and review in your podcast app. Leaving a review helps other homeschool parents find the podcast and know if it's a good fit for them. Thanks so much for helping to spread the word.